Hello and welcome to another Subkarma podcast. My name is James Holmes and I'm a brand consultant for Subkarma in Taiwan. As you probably already know, these podcasts focus primarily on branding and marketing with a specific focus on branding in Taiwan. And of course, today is no different. And so in today's podcast, we'll be discussing why branding Taiwan is such a big yet not unsurmountable challenge. And we'll look at where it is possible to make positive changes and where we, and when I say we, Taiwan, really have our work cut out. So the main question today is, can Taiwan upgrade its brand image? And if so, what is it? And where do we start? Just before we get going, I'd just like to do a little test. So if you're driving or riding a motorcycle, riding a bike, crossing the road, I'd really don't suggest that you close your eyes. But for the rest of you, if you can, try and close your eyes for a moment. I'd like you to think about the word that immediately comes to your mind when I mention France. So picture that word in your mind as you focus on that country. Okay, so I may be wrong, but I think that there's a fair chance that you thought of the word romantic. Did I get it right? I'm not a betting man, but I'm pretty sure that most of you, maybe 80% of you, thought of the word romantic. So let's try again. Make sure that you're fully focused again. And please think of the word that comes to mind when I mention Taiwan. Again, focus on the word and think hard. So did you think of friendly, caring, good food, convenient? I think it's pretty evenly split amongst those words. I'll never know for sure, but I'm pretty sure that not one word stood out. So there are two main points that I'd like to take from this fun test. The first one is that there are a handful of countries who have established a very clear and consistent brand association over the years. The second is that the Taiwan brand has neither clarity nor consistency. So let's look at our first point. Whether it is France with its air of romance, the joie de vivre, the love of food and wine, or Germany with its attention to quality and standards, or Japan with its love of intricate detail and culture. These are some countries who have consistently understood what works for them. See, their society have embraced these associations, and most importantly, their corporations and their brands have adopted them wholeheartedly as part of their own identity by communicating them consistently to their global markets. So I would add that these countries' brand associations have developed over decades, if not centuries, of consistent behavior, communication and imagery. It was not an overnight thing. So it's important to note, however, that these brand associations may fall short of reality. I mean, is France really a romantic country? Maybe. Is it the most romantic country in the world? I don't know. I think the Italians may take umbrage of this. And in fact, what matters most is that romantic is what springs to our minds when you see the word France or made in France. It's about perception. And actually, the truth is only secondary in this case. Hey, does this sound a little bit like the world we live in? I'm not going to comment on that. That's a whole different podcast. So what about our second point? That the Taiwan brand has no clarity or consistency of message. I think if you ask a foreigner or anyone who has never been here to close his eyes and think of Taiwan, the chances are that he or she will fall asleep before thinking of an adjective. So why doesn't Taiwan have a clear international brand image? If I had all the answers, actually, to be honest, I wouldn't be sat here in this studio recording podcast with no friends. But my guess 
is that there are three main issues at play. Let me elaborate. First, Taiwan has always been an outward-looking country. Whether it's because it depends on exports to the world or whether it's because the island craves recognition from outside, you, as in you, my Taiwanese friends, you have grown up with your eyes fixed beyond these shores. And you may have somewhat forgotten what your own identity is. But in the same way that you never forget to pack your rice cooker when traveling abroad to study, there is something in your heart that reminds you of where you are born. And it doesn't matter if we don't know how to define that something right now, because we'll get to it in one of our future podcasts, hopefully, with your help. We just need to look at ourselves more, acknowledge who we really want to be as a brand, as Taiwan. Second, Taiwan's international image has suffered from inconsistency. Please do not take this from me, but a quick search online will show how many different messages about Taiwan are floating around. And this, I dare say, is not ideal. You see, for a brand to be memorable and effective, it needs to be simple and consistent. For years, Thailand has promoted itself as the land of smiles. Well, it worked. That's what we think of. Unfortunately, there goes our attempt to brand Taiwan as friendly. It's already been taken up. Korea is emerging as the Asian center of pop culture and fashion, driven by hordes of fanatical Gen Z fans online and all over the world. There goes another opportunity. We couldn't build on our pop success from the 90s. Good brands can be described in few words. And the government, regardless of its color, and here I mean blue or green, has a big responsibility to make it happen. To streamline the message, to communicate it consistently across all departments and to let it shine into the world. Now, is that challenging? Oh yes. Is it impossible? I don't think so. My final point here is that there is too much going on in Taiwan. So this land is such a melting pot of traditions and cultures, a place where new ideas are embraced and integrated with old traditions. And perhaps due to its geographical location at the heart of Asia. That sounds like a slogan, doesn't it? Or perhaps because we are so open to the world, Taiwan is always evolving and morphing. And that's what makes the Taiwan brand so difficult to pin down. Do you remember the Asia Games? Do you remember the Asian Games opening ceremony? I can't remember exactly which year it was, but it was a few years back. And this ceremony was broadcast all over the world. I remember watching it. This ceremony was actually a big opportunity as Taiwan to showcase who we thought we were at the time, as a nation, as Taiwan. And everyone was glued to the TV to watch the opening ceremony, keen to see what the key theme would be. Can you remember what it was? Let me remind you. It wasn't a battle. It wasn't a giant dove or a butterfly or people running hand in hand. No, my friends, it wasn't. In fact, it wasn't even close. You see, the most representative image that Taiwan wanted to project to the whole world wasn't anything grand, powerful or inspiring. No, it was just a hot pot. Yes, a hot pot. I hate to say it, but it's hard to disagree with this analogy. It was true then and it's still true today. I mean, do you remember the words that you thought of at the beginning of this segment when I was talking about Taiwan? What did you think of? Food? Friendly? Convenience? Happy? I'm sure that we could drop all these words into boiled water and create a really tasty Taiwan hot pot. Because Taiwan is more 
than the sum of its parts, as I've been beginning to realize. And I hope that you have too. So, to sum it up, we have only just started scratching the surface of Taiwan's branding efforts. And this year is a good time to pause for a moment and take a good long look at ourselves. Together, let's try and transform Taiwan from hot pot to hot spot. It's just an extra S. Thank you for listening and God bless.